Hello and welcome to this week's edition of SBC This Week, a roundup of news and views from around the Southern Baptist Convention. SBC This Week is hosted by Amy Whitfield and Jonathan Howe. Hey, Jonathan. How's it going? It's going well. I am, like, got Disney fever. You know, it's like the last day of school before spring break kind of thing. Well, actually, it is the last day of school yeah. before my kids' spring break. So we are headed to Disney, and I am just chomping at the bit because I think I'm a little more excited than they are. You know, it, it's a fun trip. And, you know, I was just there a few weeks ago. I feel like everybody I know is headed there or sometime during the spring. So you're going to have a great time. There's a new ride, one of the neatest ride experiences I've ever had. Is that the uh, the Flight of Passage over at yes. Animal Kingdom? Yes. Yeah. Looking yes, forward to the it. Avatar. Yeah. The Avatar ride. And Monday, I Monday, have, Monday. And, and I have never seen Avatar. So you don't either. have to, yeah, you don't have to see the movie to think this ride is amazing. Okay. Um, now the other, the other Avatar ride I've heard, it, it, it's better if you've seen the movie, but this one you don't and uh, you're going to love it. All right. Well, I can't wait. I am looking forward to that. All right. Before we jump into our news this week, we do want to thank our sponsor located in Louisville, Kentucky. The Southern Baptist Theological Seminary is committed to training future pastors, missionaries, and gospel leaders. You can learn more about undergraduate, graduate, and doctoral programs by visiting sbts.edu. All right, Amy, on to the news. We have a pastor's conference nominee, uh, Danny Wood, pastor at Shades Mountain Baptist Church in the Birmingham area, uh, will be nominated for the 2019 pastor's conference presidency by Greg Mott. Yeah, so this just came out this week. Um, you know, we hadn't we we hadn't seen that we're moving into March and so this is the time when we start to see uh more and more nominations. Um so not surprising to see a new one pop up, but this this week's pastors is is the pastors conference. And uh, um I'm sure a huge part of this nomination is that Shades Mountain is there in the Birmingham area, which will be very convenient because we're in Birmingham next year. Yeah. You're probably exactly right. Uh, we will uh, kind of keep an eye out to see if there are any more nominations for the presidency of the Pastors Conference. I've heard discussions of a couple of more names, so we will see oh, what okay. happens with that. So congratulations, Danny Wood, on being nominated, and we will keep an eye on that race as we go into Dallas in June. Speaking of Dallas in June, there's going to be a pre-conference put on by the ERLC and the Village Church, pastored by Matt Chandler, in Dallas right before uh, the SBC. It's going to be held on June 12th and 13th in Dallas. So this announcement was made this week, Amy, and a full slate of uh, names for the speakers. Um, just browsing through here, neither one of us are on the list. Uh, it must have gotten lost in the mail, the invites, you think? Uh, I don't know. I didn't even expect that. So okay. if you expected that. I didn't either, yeah, but you never know. I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to just But look just at this list, though. Matt Chandler, that. Steve Gaines, Kevin that's Ezell, great... Danny Aiken, Frank Page, J.D. Greer, Jen Wilkin, Trillia Newbell, Susie Hawkins, Tabidi Yanyabwile, and Juan Sanchez. Yeah, really great. And if actually, if you go to the uh, site, there's a link at the end of this Baptist Press article um, with information on it, and it lists a bunch more. Uh, there are a ton of speakers lined up for this. This is going to be a um, a really packed couple of days. It starts that Friday evening, June eighth, five thirty um, is check in. Then there's a session that night, and then uh, Saturday. Um, a morning session and then a couple of afternoon sessions. Um, so it's going to be a really packed time uh, to to focus in on the gospel and the future of the church. Uh, and then that will be before 
um, the pastors conference kicks off on Sunday and Monday, and then we go into the annual meeting. Yep. And I, I missed a couple of the speakers, Amy. I, I kind of missed some important ones here. Uh, uh, Russell Moore and Al Moeller, <laughs> along with JT English. Yes. So, uh, you know, uh, yeah. I, I missed well, a couple. I kind of expected. I, I kind of missed expected. the A-list, uh, you know, the, the headline names there. You know, I started right. reading the bottom right. of the poster instead of the top, I guess, you know. But all the all the speakers are great. Oh, they are. They're, they're gonna, fantastic. They're I can't wait. All be fantastic. And and yes. one of my favorites will be there as well. Jen Wilkin in her home turf uh, will be there, and you know, speaking at her own church. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. So we we had a fantastic interview with her. I know she's doing something for you guys at Southeastern at the SBC. So uh, looking forward to to hanging out with her again. All yes. right, Amy. First of the month. You know what that means. CP, this we, is a big one. Yes, we are 6.59% ahead of projections for fiscal year 2018, which is fantastic news. And we're also 3.27% above contributions received during the same time frame last year. So huge news, big month, big giving, and we are in a good position with the cooperative program funding. Yeah, and let's just keep celebrating that. I would love to see that percentage number just keep going up. Says the person on the podcast employed by a CP receiving, uh, you know, entity. So yeah. Yes. Not that you're, you know, you know, bias or anything. <laughs> I well, I wasn't thinking about it in that way. It doesn't really. Uh, but when the CP's up, no. everybody benefits, not just Amy. <laughs> I don't even know how we got here. That is not where I was going, but I do love to see that number go yeah. up because it is good for all Southern Baptists. I think how we got here is I'm ready to go on vacation. So, it, you know, yes. a little looser tonight. Uh, but Clearly. Yes, clearly. But uh, anyway, $85 million and change, uh, which is above the anticipated $80 million year-to-date budget. So uh, we got about a $5.27 million cushion, which is uh, a fantastic news. With You know, we budget year ends at the end of September. Uh, so we've got about seven months left. So we're five twelfths through the fiscal year, which uh, does not reduce, Amy. I, I know you're, you know the math and all, but uh, five twelfths right. through yes. the fiscal year. So we'll keep an eye on that every month. And uh, we've had two of the best months that we've had in the, the last few years as well, uh, the past two months. So it, things are going great when it comes to CP. Excited to see that, and uh, like I said, I know we're kind of joking around about it, but everybody really does benefit in the SBC whenever CP is up. All right, trustee meeting, Amy. Guidestone had their uh, trustee meeting a couple of weeks ago in Dallas, and they uh, have elected a couple of new officers and are celebrating their centennial anniversary. Wow, that's a big deal, 100. Yes, second centennial celebration in the last uh, few months, actually, because we had the, the EC. Celebrated their centennial. Yes. And yep. now Guidestone celebrating its centennial. Uh, John yes. R. Morris of North Carolina was elected to serve as the chairman of the board. And Renee Trawick, a vice president responsible for risk management at Marsh USA in New York City, was elected as the vice chair. So uh, congratulations to both John and Renee for that. Uh, we mentioned the centennial anniversary. This year, you know, Guidestone has that annual theme every year. This year's theme is New Beginnings, and it draws from Ruth 1, 16 to 17, uh, where it's talking about uh, wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. You know, that verse, which uh, many of us are familiar with. So uh, that's their theme verse for the year. Uh, they reported uh, that retirement investments are up. Insurance is down. Uh, medical plans enrollment declined in 2017. Again, Affordable Care Act, not so affordable for most people. 
Uh, if you read the news, yeah. uh, you, you know that. And uh, also, uh, but they did have a great year, Mission Dignity, raising nearly $7.7 million in gifts. It's its best year ever for Mission Dignity. That's a that's a really incredible uh, incredible thing that Guidestone does. And, and I know we've talked a lot about that um, at the SBC annual meetings for a few years, but I think it's just, I think it's just important. Um, particularly a lot of the, the widows that are, are out there that are just being cared for by yes. Southern Baptists in yeah. this way. And as we think of, you know, kind of legacies, I know OS Hawkins has been at Guidestone for quite a while. Mission Dignity, I, I think at the end of the day, uh, other than the, the code books, will probably be OS's lasting legacy, all the work that he's done for Southern Baptists and uh, widows. Absolutely. Absolutely amazing job uh, that they've done over there with Mission Dignity. Uh, also, uh, they passed a budget 1.1% increase, uh, which is good after the uh, 10% decrease the previous year. Uh, so they're still trying to work on those costs. I know the uh, the insurance, whenever you look at the financials at Guidestone, the insurance cost, that's uh, like everybody. Uh, that's that's what's of concern, and they they addressed it in here in in the the article. Right. That's something that's just affecting our entire country. So Guidestone is having to kind of walk through something that all of us are at different levels, and uh, so w- that's what we're seeing. Yep. All right. So uh, congratulations to Guidestone on 100 years. I- I'm sure there'll be kind of a, a big celebration in Dallas, uh, be on their home home turf uh, here in June. Uh, for the SBC annual meeting. So I, I wonder if there'll be any uh, big shindigs from Guidestone at the I don't annual know. meeting. I don't know. We'll two for one see. blood screenings this year. Two for one, maybe. You know, I should do that. I I've did not it, done I did that it at though. Lifeway last year, and I, yeah. I need to do it again. I should do it in June as well. I mean, it just takes a few minutes. They, you know, check your blood, pulse, everything. And uh, it right. only takes a few minutes. I encourage everybody. It's there. And uh, they can check Why you out not? and everything. Why not get Why it not? done? Why not get it done? I should do that on on that Monday. But you know, since we'll be there and all the text mechs going on, my my blood queso content may be a little high. Well, you should do it Monday morning. Yeah, before before the, the queso sets yeah. in. Right when That's the exhibit right. hall opens. Yeah. Yes, and then then go eat and not worry. Yes. All right. Some news out of Kentucky. C.J. Mahaney, uh, one of the participants in Together for the Gospel, a, a kind of a, a cross-denominational conference and confab, I guess you could say, uh, that is uh, quite popular. We're expecting close to 15,000 participants this year in Louisville, just uh, right, just around the corner, I mean, next month. Uh, C.J. Mahaney has right. stepped down. We've talked about uh, Rachel Denhollander and her uh, calls for uh, investigations into the Sovereign Grace churches, and uh, Mahaney has uh, decided that it is best that he withdraw from this year's conference. Yeah, and he he shared this through a letter that uh, it would, looks like maybe it was sent out as an email, but it was also posted at the T4G conference site, um, and just kind of explains the the thinking behind that. Um, and then uh, Rachel Denhollander did also publish a very brief response to that. So this has been kind of a, a some statements back and forth publicly uh, over the last several weeks. Um, and and that's at least as far as the, the part that involves, you know, T4G. And I think a lot of folks were kind of wondering about that as, as it approached because it is such a large event um, that sort of s- it wraps that situation up. Yep. All right, Amy, last week, your boss, my boss, both were at the Billy Graham funeral in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes. 
Uh, your yes. boss sat right behind Kathy Lee Gifford. How about that? Yeah, he did. I, I heard about that and um, saw the pictures. Um, and that was just crazy. It, it was it was really fascinating. You know, I was watching on Twitter uh, as people were getting there. And then I, I streamed the uh, the funeral service, some on online uh, through our news channel, our local news channel here. And then I also listened to some of the radio coverage, Moody Radio, Ed Stetzer. Hey, yeah, Ed Stetzer. Um, yeah, did, uh, hosted, co-hosted that. And so I, I listened to some of that. But uh, there were a lot of people there. It, it was pretty incredible. Yeah, it was kind of the who's who of evangelicalism last week. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know some people had prior commitments they weren't able to get out of. Dr. Moore, Dr. Moeller, uh, both invited, but both unable to make it just because of prior commitments on the West Coast. They were out on the West Coast, uh, which last right. week was the best coast because that's where I was as well. Uh, but yeah, wow. it makes it makes it a little difficult to get back to Charlotte. Sure, absolutely. But so. it was a beautiful service. Um, very uh, Christ honoring and just really incredible. Had almost the feel of a crusade, which I think was what they they were what they were trying to do. So, uh, really really amazing day for sure. Yeah, and if you didn't have a chance to catch that service last week, go and find Ann Graham Lotz's talk because uh, it was spectacular. That was uh, probably the best talk of the entire funeral. So, uh, just a, a great message from her. So yes. I encourage you to go find that one. All right, well, that's going to do it for our news this week, Amy. Kind of a light news week, but some big news nonetheless. Uh, And that's going to bring us to my favorite part of the week this week in SBC history. Amy, blow our minds. All right, we're going to go back to 1956. Um, I was just digging through old Baptist Press issues and found an issue that has a lot of interesting stuff, so I'll point out a few things, but I want to hit one particular story. Um, It starts out, it's about... um, Mary Harden Baylor College, uh, so in Baptist Texas? College, yes, in Texas, and not Baylor University, it was different school. That's that's correct. Yeah, so it was a Baptist College um, there in Texas, in Belton, Texas, and it was a very interesting story about a student that was going to be entering to study music. Amelia K. Lee uh, was planning to enter the school to study music, and she is the granddaughter of Korea's last king, which really just like got, Korea, yeah, Korea, like, yeah, like Kim like Jong-un Korea, Korea. and Donald Trump going to be meeting soon. Korea. Right. Wow. So remember this is night is 1956. Okay. So, um, it, it said she already had a B a bachelor's degree from Awa girls school in Seoul, Korea. And she was going to get a, ba- a bachelor's degree in music at Mary Harden Baylor. 25 years old. She was a soprano. Uh, so she's going to be doing, I guess, as a vocalist, being sponsored by the pastor of First Baptist Church, Coleman, Texas, uh, R.E. Streetman. And uh, his son, David, had met her at the Seoul Military Post Library, where she had been working. And so then they sponsored her to come over. Her grandfather had been, um, her grandfather was Emperor Yi had abdicated his throne in 1910 after Japan annexed Korea. Um, and her grandmother had been killed by Japanese soldiers in 1895. So she was going to leave Korea and enroll in the fall uh, semester. So just really amazing. And especially because we have been talking a lot about Korea, which of course is a very different Korea today than it was back then. And certainly than it was uh, before um 
when her when her grandfather was on the throne. Um, but it really just jumped out at me. I, I couldn't I, I couldn't get over it. So we're talking about Korea obviously this week, but we were talking about it in 1956 um, as a Korean king's descendant came to enter a Baptist college, and we learned about it this week in SBC history. Very cool. I wonder how many yeah. king's descendants we've had in our colleges, in, in our Baptist colleges. Probably not too many. I don't know. I'm sure she's in, a, in an elite group. Yes, probably not. It may, this is making me want to go back. I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia article about the Yi Dynasty and all this stuff. Oh, makes yeah. me want to learn more. And I'll have, to, I'll have to do some more digging and look her up. Um, now, that same issue is, is very interesting, has a lot of fascinating stories. It starts out with another story about convention housing, that rooms were going fast. And, you like a convention um, housing story, all, Amy. I do. It's so it's so interesting to see. And then they had um, a committee assigning rooms in private homes, uh, which is oh, just it's fascinating. SBC Airbnb. It's Air yeah, SBC. You know, we do that. We should have an Airbnb for the SBC annual meeting. All right. We'll get Lynn I mean, Richmond right on that. I, I think it would be helpful. I, I mean, it w- there it would are be people in Dallas that have room that Southern Baptists could stay yeah. in and come to the convention. So, yes, and I tell you what, people. Oh. I bet we could find some people. If you're interested and you need a room, you hit us up on the email, and I bet we can find somebody for you in Dallas. We can find I a way people. to help people yes. get there. We want people to get there. Uh, but anyway, and then they were talking about the recording procedures that were um, announced for five dollars. You could record the SBC. You could have like you know the the radio and TV commission would provide tapes. Um, all you have to do is bring the recorder. That, I thought that was really interesting. Um, and uh, that we was, talked about a story about that last year or so. Yeah, and, and that was where people would want to record it so they could take it back to their churches. That's right. I remember that. Um, and we had somebody, yeah, it, was, so, uh, it was a story about a page or something we talked about last yes. year. I don't remember what the story yeah. was, though. Yeah. But. And then there's a very interesting article. We need um, to get you a page the end, for the SBC, Amy. Um, I, Actually, you're I bringing two with would, you, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. I'm so glad this year that the hotel has like a skywalk uh, because now they can kind of easily sort of go back and forth and they're old enough for that. So, yeah. you know, send messages. And I wonder I how say, much I would have to pay one of them to be my page for the week. Oh, to bring you a snack or something? Well, yeah. I don't That'll know. Work. I don't know. They, if you offer them Starbucks cards, they'd probably help you out. So okay. you'll uh, it's good to you, know. You it's good to know. Negotiate that. Yeah. We'll work for Starbucks anyway, cards. That's right. Anyway, there's a an article at the end. It's a feature article by um, E. N. Patterson. I looked up. This was Eugene Patterson, who is a a professor of homiletics at New Orleans. Baptist Not to be Seminary. confused with Eugene Peterson. Correct. And uh, I believe he went on to be president of Grand Canyon University uh, is what I saw. But um, anyway, and it was, why don't Southern Baptists observe Lent? And so he he actually does a whole thing talking about the question of that. And uh, I thought that was interesting because that sometimes gets talked about nowadays. People were talking about it in uh, the 1950s. So go check it out. The Korean King's Descendant is the most interesting article that jumped out, but there's a lot more stuff in there. Uh, and we'll put the link in the show notes. That sounds cool. All right. Well, that's going to bring us to our resources of the week. Your resource of the week, Amy, is? 
A new book by Trevin Wax, Ooh, yes. Eschatological, Eschatological Discipleship, Leading Christians to Understand Their Historical and Cultural Context. So this is uh, one, it's coming out on April 1st, and I guess that's not a joke. Uh, no, it's not. But it's Easter, yeah. and it's a Sunday, so you will not be able to get it available. It won't be available at Lifeway that day. Sorry. Because Lifeway is closed. On Sundays, yes. So, yeah, so it's officially the release is on April 1st. But I but, bet if you get there um, early, like now, I bet it's in the stores because I've got two copies on my desk. Nice. So I'm just saying. All right. Like, yeah. Very good. They're well, available the, if, if you look yes. hard enough, I think. Yes. Well, the idea is, is just talking about um, eschatology. Usually we use that word to think about last things. But it really, the, the whole idea is that it is encompassing the whole Christian view of time, of the future of the world, and it should affect our evangelism, our ecclesiology, our discipleship, everything. And so he's uh, kind of tying together um, historical and cultural context, as the subtitle says, and how we think about discipleship. So All right. very excited for that. Yep. Congratulations, Trevin, on your new book. So uh, I love working with Trevin, one of the smartest guys I know, learn a lot every time I'm around him, and also feel tall when I'm around him. Uh, my resource of and the I week... And I apologize. Yeah. I apologize for that statement. My resource of the week is Go and Tell Kids. It's a new mission trip VBS. So I know a lot of our churches, they take either youth mission trips or maybe even family mission trips, and they go and they do VBS. So uh, they take VBS stuff with them, and they, they can go, and they can do a VBS wherever they, they go on mission trips. Maybe it's a construction mission trip. And while the guys are doing construction, some of the kids or, you know, moms or other guys are doing uh, VBS for kids in the area, something like that. I know a lot of churches that do that. Well, we've got a new product out at Lifeway yeah. called Go and Tell Kids, which is a themeless VBS, which basically means that you can take it. You don't have to take a lot of stuff. And it's, it, it doesn't have cultural references. Ah. It can be done across any culture. It's, it, it's, you know, it, it doesn't like, it didn't like square peg round hole kind of thing. It's, it's something that you can take into any cultural context in any country really, uh, that, that is like English speaking and you can do the VBS. So, or, you know, that is, that's overseas really great. or here in the States. Uh, that curriculum, that sounds so great. I, it reminds me of when I, uh, Years ago, I was a youth intern, and we um, we did a VBS on a mission trip uh, in another country, and we had to do everything ourselves. We had to come up with all of it because there wasn't really a VBS curriculum in existence that worked well to transport. Cool. So we had to develop everything. This idea, this is fantastic. I've not heard of anything like this before. Yeah. So it's uh, it's really good, and I'm excited about it. So. Uh, you know, we, we have had these, you know, club VBS type things, uh, you know, maybe that require fewer resources than like your big VBS and all that kind of stuff that were a little bit easier to transport and, but they still had those cultural influences. So this one, uh, being stripped right. of the cultural stuff will allow anybody to take it anywhere. So overseas here in the States, wherever. So exciting about that. So that, that's pretty cool. All right. That's going to do it for us this week, Amy. I'm ready to go to Disney World. Yes, I hope you have a great time. We're not boycotting um, them anymore, are we? Uh, well, you're not. Nope, nope. Clearly. And neither are you. <laughs> Clearly. Well, I wasn't a few weeks ago. That's true. Um, 
So I hope you have a wonderful time. We will be holding the fort down in the SBC um, everywhere up here in Southeastern for sure. Yeah, don't let things and, uh, burn down while I'm gone, please. I'm sure there will be. You realize that next week while you're there will probably be the biggest news week of the month. Like we'll There's have no all doubt these about things. it, honestly. My phone and will probably be blowing up and I'll be like, yes. I mean, I mean, it's a small world. Leave me alone. Yes. So we'll have to figure out. Actually, so we'll if I'm in everyone, it's a small world, please it. blow my phone up. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there's yeah. actually a super weird thing on It's a Small World and on a few other rods. Okay. But if you've got, you have, you're going to have a magic band? Uh, yeah. It, it detects your magic bands as you're going out and it will say, like it puts your name up on a screen. What? As you're leaving. It's kind of weird. Weird. I yeah. should, you know what I should do cool. whenever I go? I should pray for our missionaries in those countries while I'm on It's a Small World. That would be a good thing uh, yeah. to do. That, I just like totally Jesus yeah. juke my trip to, to Disney World. But that would be a really good thing there, to do. You should take all those types of opportunities. Yeah. That's great. And as I walk around um, Epcot in the back and eat my way through the, uh, the yes. world, eat my way around the yeah. world in the back there. Gosh, yes. I cannot tell you how so, excited I am about that. So one thing that I, I'm going to... I'm putting together for us to put up at the at the site, hopefully around the same time this episode drops. So maybe if you're listening, you can go and check it out. Is we're gonna put up a post that just points to kind of all the things in one spot, uh, just reminding you about the ways to register, to reserve for hotels, all of that sort of one-stop shop. We like for our site to be a resource, um, a way for people to have information and, and get engaged. And uh, so we're going to put one post up that reminds everyone of that if you happen to be at our site. So go check it out. Yes. So sbcthisweek.com. When are we going to get that up, Amy? As soon as possible. As soon as possible. All right. So that means when yes. Jonathan gets back from Disney. So Something like that. Or something yes. like that. If I've got time, I may be able to get it up before then. So it just depends on our, our travel schedule and how things go. So we have some time tomorrow. Yep. We'll see. Yeah. All righty. Well, I'm excited. I, I know everybody else is probably not as excited as I am about me going to Disney, but I'm pumped. And uh, but but here's the thing: I'm committed to you people, our listeners, and I'm going to make time at some point next week, somehow, to record uh, with Amy, and we will have a show next week somehow. Um, but until then, we'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>